All right, we're on. Hey, guys. Um, we're live. Welcome. So happy to have you here. Um, I first want to say uh, sorry, everybody, like, first go out to Todd. Uh, he's suffering uh, illness right now, and so he's not with us. But we do have a couple special people with us. Uh, we have Aaron Frost. What's Kip up? Lawrence. <laughs> Kip Lawrence. And Dave Geddes. Hey. Eric Christensen. And hey guys. I, I'm your host for the day, Kent C. Dodds. Um, and we're super excited to talk about uh, ng-conf and the Angular community uh, with these, the Angular uh, or ng-conf organizers. Um, and we're missing out on Joe. Hopefully he joins in a little bit. And then we're also missing Sunny. Um, and I know that she does a lot of work too. So, uh, but we have the bulk of the NG Comp organizer, so we're super stoked. Um, so we do have a couple of announcements first. Um, I know we just barely started the show, so um, but I'm just going to mention our next show will be for uh, in another two and a half weeks. It's going to be a special uh, broadcast at NGNL in Amsterdam. Uh, it's an Amsterdam conference. Aaron Frost and I are going to be there. It's going to be a blast. Um, and we're doing a, a live broadcast at NGNL. Um, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, also, remember to go to our website, ng-air.github.io. And uh, there you can find out our uh, other episodes that are upcoming. And you can ask uh, questions for our guests and um, all kinds of stuff there. And remember to follow us on Twitter and Google Plus to stay up with stuff. All right. Without any further ado, uh, let's uh, let's talk about ng-conf. So, uh, just to get started, I know that Aaron, you you did a, a blog post on uh, LinkedIn about uh, the story of how ng-conf got started, and so we can direct people there. But if you want to give kind of a recap or uh, tell that story a little bit uh, to our viewers, that'd be awesome. Yeah, it's actually funny. After I did that blog post, Igor disagreed with me. But it was really just Kip and I Kip kind of just said, hey, we should do this. And I was like, yeah. So I was just, just by chance, I was going to Google the next week. I talked to him, into it. Igor claims they weren't into it. They thought I was crazy. And uh, so I came back to Salt Lake. And, and then, per Igor's claim, a few weeks later, Dave and I were presenting at FluentConf, where we shocked each other with electricity on stage. We shocked him, too. Well, per his account, that was when they were like, okay, for real, let's do this conference with him. But that's that's how I remember it. Because we, we went to dinner with Igor that night. Yeah. The, we were already planning at that point. So... Uh, well, that's when we got us in. But Brad was in. Oh, Brad was in. Brad was already in. We asked Brad the, at the thing he was in when we were in. Igor didn't have to get on board until Flo, that's fine, but it was all birthed at, uh, it all happened at uh, at that time. So, um, but yeah, so we came, anyway, we came back, I, we came back, I came back from my own, and Kip and I, because, because we like lean heavily on Joe and Dave to kind of build a relationship with them. Um, those guys were, you know, instantly organizers, and then 
we needed, there was just like one piece we didn't have, and it was just kind of a youthful sexiness thing, and so Merrick came aboard, and that was, and it was good. We had like an uneven amount of people, so on like a decision where we didn't agree, we had a tiebreaker, which we've actually been forced to use a couple times. But uh, yeah, so that's kind of where the team came from. I mean, it wasn't all like that easy. There was a lot of stress that we went through. I mean, prior to selling tickets, the day of the conference, I mean, we all had different levels of stress for different things. So but yeah, that's kind of where it started, though. I'm I'm proud to be the guy that brings the sexiness to the conference. <laughs> You're like the conference mascot. <laughs> no, the conference mascot's that uh, unicorn. Actually, uh, looking forward to seeing that guy again, right? Oh my gosh, you have no idea what we have in store for you this year. <laughs> I'm stoked. A lot of people thought Merrick was in the was the dude wearing the head, but he wasn't. No, he wasn't. <laughs> So actually, why don't you tell us the story about how that guy came to be, real quick? Like, where who, so, who came up with that idea? Merrick. I did. Yeah, I I love having fun, um, and I love randomness. And I know that unicorns have been kind of a thing for Brian Ford, and uh, I wanted I wanted that for Brian to know that like I got I got you. You know, like, come to NGConf, there's going to be a unicorn there. And I can't, like, think your team doesn't know what we have in store this year, but it's going to be a blast. It's going to be really fun. Man, you guys have been uh, talking up this year's NGConf. I'm so stoked. I know. We've been talking it up, but it's because we're excited about it. It's not like a marketing thing. Like, we're genuinely just looking forward to it. Like, last year was kind of the first year, so we were learning a lot about how to do a conference. Kip brought a lot of expertise to the table because he's done some some regional conferences, but but this year we had a better idea, you know, how a conference gets organized and how to run a conference, and so I think yeah. this year we're going to add a lot more polish, a lot better experience. Yeah. So Igor recommended that we read the book How Google Works. If you guys haven't read that, it's a great book. But one of Google's philosophies is when you're when you're planning something, try to make it ten times better, not just a little bit better, but ten times better. So we've kind of had that in mind with NGConf 2.0, and so far we think we've we're on track. So we're really excited for it. Awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a lot different than last year. Um, there'll be some similarities, but I think people will agree it's kind of a different. It'll be different than that, any better. Is there anything that you can like? Um, you know, I, I know you want to make everything. You know, exciting and surprising and stuff. But is there anything you can tell us about this year's NGConf that's going to be different and um, that's going to make leak, it that much better? I'll leak one detail. And this one word: it's didgeridoo. Didgeridoo? Like that big instrument? That's like the bird instrument. Is that what you're talking about? Sorry. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Oh my gosh. <laughs> My mind is racing. <laughs> That's one word. There's, it's going to be fun. Let's just say no. yesterday when we had a meeting, our admin said, no, like, guys, yeah. no more things. I can't handle no. anything else. Please <laughs> We're like, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I have to leave deep details, but I don't want no, to. It's not deep. I know, but I don't, want to, I don't want to be guessing like that. 
it's the, the, the tease is there already, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it certainly is, dude. That's funny. Cool. Well, so how you guys mentioned that uh, having five guys is um, and a burrito, just five guys is a, a good thing uh, for tiebreakers and stuff. How do you make decisions? Like, is anybody in charge of certain things? Uh, just you kind of delegate. Um, or do you have to make like all decisions the same? Um, how did you decide on the venue, and why did you? S I, I know you guys were uh, thinking about doing a different venue this year. Like, why did you decide to stay? And those kinds of and, and like what activities you do and stuff like that. Yeah, I think Kip's probably the best answer for this question. Just how we make decisions. Yeah, why is it good to have five guys? All that stuff. Um, an odd number is a good tiebreaker. Guess would be a big one, and also I think um, everybody brings something unique to the conversation, and have we have a lot of different. Are you guys still there? Yeah, still here. Somebody, uh, you guys cut out there for a sec. Okay. Yeah. You see us, Ken? Yeah, can see it. Okay. Good. <laughs> So basically, I was saying because of our differing, um, you know, personalities and opinions, we we uh, even each other out. Um, as a group, we make a better decision, and I think just make a, a better decision for a more, you know, fun energy. Good. Yeah. So more personalities creates more diversity. Sunny is like our secret weapon. She's amazing. So yeah. Sunny, like it's she. I mean, I really wish she was on here because she's she's like. Uh, I think you guys cut out again. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Uh, Eric, you cut out on. She's like. She's amazing. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so actually, do you want to just shout out to her, like uh, mention some of the awesome things that she does? And so. You <laughs> <laughs> She she is like the ma she's the mastermind. She holds all the information and she does all of the organizational work and all the logistics. We bring a lot of ideas and decision making to the table. But Sunny is like our hero on the ground. Yeah, yeah. like uh, a lot of us like we thirty juice could do up an idea. It's basically like napkin level planning. And then we pass it off to Sunny, and that's what, and it ends up at the conference because of that. So she's she's epic. If if, if anyone listening is like, hey, I'm gonna do an event, and uh, I need someone who gets it, you should contact her to help you because she's she's just top notch. That's yeah, all there is to it. Except not during NGConf. We need her. Yeah, <laughs> <awesome>. no competition. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That, that's awesome. Is um, so what? What about uh, like? Um, I don't like. Do you guys ha delegate specific things uh, to be done, or do you like every time you're gonna uh, make any sort of decision, you meet together and talk about it, or like how does that whole process work? We well, we each kind of have our areas that we kind of own, um, and there's a lot of little decisions that don't need to be made with the whole group, like. Um, Aaron is kind of running Hack Night and the NG uh, NG Conf Extended. I'm in charge of the schedule. 
America's in charge of sexiness. And so we, we can each kind of run with our, our areas. When there's big decisions, then we usually bring it up to the group and be like, hey, guys, I'm really thinking we want, want to do this differently. What do you think? And then we, we kind of look at it and we, we vote. And if there's three that like it, then we do it. Um, that's, that's just kind of how we work. Maybe it's not the most efficient because sometimes we, we battle things out. But it ends up with a good good result. It's usually the first three because a lot of times Sunny will need a decision like ASAP. So she'll ask all of us and uh, maybe two of us won't respond. So he just waits for the first three and then goes. Yeah. Cool. Because it, it, it is that that is a hard thing about having five. I mean, the next best would be three because it would be less hard to get a hold of. You know, not as many people, but it's sometimes it's hard to track all five of us down. But um, but yeah, that's kind of how the tiebreaker works. Is Sunny will get the first three, and if they all agree, then that's it. That's what happens. Okay, cool. Another nice so, thing about the the number of organizers is, especially when we were doing our first conference last year, there were times when it was just so stressful and so crazy that a couple of us would lose it. Like, what is going on? Like Aaron mentioned in his article. That he came up to me and he said, "I quit, dude. I can't do this." And I had a similar breakdown, and I think all of us at one point had just crazy breakdowns. Um, you know, when we were talking about leveraging our houses and stuff like that. So, but we were able to because there was five of us. We were able to kind of help keep each other's heads in the game, keep uh, you know, talk us off the edge when we're when we're having one of those panic moments. So I think we're, you know, part of it is just we're just such great friends. The five of us, we used to all work together. Uh, four of us still work together. We were best of friends, and I think that, that really smooths the, the process. You know, if it was just four business people, if this was just a, like a, I don't know, a, an organization, I think it would be different. But since we're such good friends, uh, it really works out pretty well. Yeah. Great. Uh, glad to hear that. Uh, five can seem like too many cooks in the kitchen, but uh, you guys turned out something awesome last year, and I'm really looking forward to what you've got in store for us this year. So, well, you, asked, you asked about um, how do we pick Salt Lake City again? Oh, yeah. And yeah, I'm curious about location and venue, that kind of stuff. Yeah, who wants to take that? Um, I can. We were looking at other places and other venues, and ultimately we decided, man, we know the logistics of Salt Lake and we know the logistics of the venue. Instead of, we could totally one-up ourselves. We know we can one-up ourselves. We know we can do better based on these uh, choices. So it was kind of like, do we want to like iterate on our existing conference or do we want to try an all-new conference somewhere else? And we ultimately decided to iterate and make what we knew we can make an amazing conference. So in that, it's kind of it's kind of unfortunate Joe's not here because for a lot of what we're talking about, Joe's kind of the unsung hero. He does yeah, so Joe's much amazing the conference, and he's super passionate about keeping the conference here in Salt Lake City. Yeah, because he, he, I mean, and really when you look at like all the big, a lot of early big contributors, a lot of them came from Utah, and a lot of the adoption. Is in Utah, and um, we we Joe for that reason wants to keep it here, and it's really really important. And he's super passionate about it. And that's 
you know, while some of us were like, hey, let's look at a different place, Joe was like, no, nah, dude, we're keeping it in Salt Lake City. And Merrick was the one that kind of brought the sound mind to what he talked about, like iterating on our conference and keeping it in the same place, which was an amazing point to make. Yeah, it really is. It really is a shame that Joe isn't here because he, Joe is like him and Sonny are 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 heroes. Like yeah. he, uh, last year we were joking that we should have called it Joe Conf, just because Joe did so much work. Oh man, we're trying to get Joe on right now, but he's having connectivity issues. I wish that he were able to, to jump on. Um, yeah. But yeah. Oh, Joe! Come on, Joe! Here, everybody cheer. One, two, three, Joe! <laughs> no, that, I, that's inspiring, uh, that you can take uh, programming principles like iterating and apply it to the, um, like, organizing an, an event like ng-conf. Um, and like from the sound of it, you guys put a lot of thought and effort and um, you know work in, into making the decisions that you've made. And so I hope that it, it pans out here in a month and a half or so. Yeah, I guess it's yeah, just about a month and a half. So, it's so basically, what what my wife has been trying to do with me this last ten years: get rid of the things we didn't like and improve on the things we do like. <laughs> How's she doing on that? No, that's a personal that's so question. Good. <laughs> <laughs> kind of iterations that get his household. They just him as iterations. That's right. She does sprint planning. Yeah. You got Trello going. What are you going to improve this next two weeks? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, um, let's let's go back to ngconf 1.0 real quick. What were some of the things that went really well for you guys, and what were some of the things that didn't go so well? Um, that you're hoping to improve this year? One of the things that was kind of challenging was managing the... Oh, hello? Am I still on? I, I can still hear you, dude. Okay. I think the, the three guys went out. All right. So one of the things that was kind of a challenge last year was just managing the speakers and the schedule and keeping everything up to date, you know, Especially with the Angular team, they like to change things last minute. Um, and even speakers, you know, they'd want a new a new profile picture, or they want to change slightly change the topic of their their talk. And that was all a manual process last year. Um, we we manually did every single little change. This year, we kind of took the open source model, and we had all the speaker submissions come in as pull requests to our GitHub repo. Um, and so once we've once we've picked those. That that repo is now what's powering our website and our schedule, and people can go in and they can send a new pull request to update their changes, and all we have to do is merge it. So we've really taken another computer science or software engineering um, principle and just automated as much as we can of the the things that don't need a lot of human attention, like updating those things. So that's going a lot better this time. So that's that'd be one big one. Awesome. Yeah, I, w I wanted to actually ask about that model. It looks like we we lost the three guys, so it's just you and me, Dave. All right. Special moment. <laughs> but uh, um, hopefully they can jump back on. But I, I did want to ask, like, how did how did the uh, pull request model go? Like, especially lots of these questions, I'm I'm hoping people will benefit from whether they're just curious or uh, if they're hoping to plan another uh, like their own. Uh, conference or something. Um, so, if you were to talk to somebody who 
had done this before, um, what, what would you, or who, who wanted to do something like this, what would you tell them? Um, I would tell them definitely the pull request model is definitely good. One thing I wish we would have done is have some kind of a validator script that can run on each pull request. Like some of them, the people would submit, they wouldn't have the, the picture wouldn't be in the right format or the right size or the, the YAML file wouldn't be valid. And so there was the folder was the wrong name of the folder, you know. Yeah, so there was still some manual checking there. Um, I I wish I would have wrote a script that just up that runs it against the pull request automatically each time they make a change. So that that's something I'd do if I was gonna if we were to do it again, which we definitely will. I think. Uh, other thing we did is when we were trying to decide talks, we went through. There were about 170, 168 pull requests for talks. And it was quite the event, but we got all five of us together, and that really helped narrow down the talks. It would have been just overwhelming for one person uh, to yeah. go through. But we created a Trello board um, for all the the top. I think we did top 40 talks. We made it a new. We made a Trello card for each talk, and then we just kind of went through them over and over and over until we narrowed it down to the the top top 10 and top. Um, well, top 10 for each type of talk. So we have five-minute talks, and we have 20-minute talks. So we narrowed it down top 10 of each. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a good process. It's not perfect. Get, GitHub certainly makes, certainly helps the process, though. Cool. Yeah. So uh, so you guys are definitely planning on doing that, that uh, method again next year? I think so. It's a lot better than what we had, the manual process we had. Totally. My, my favorite part of that answer is that um, you accepted the concept of there being an NGConf 3.0. Oh. So, sweet. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. No, dude. 3.0 is, is a thing, man. No doubt about it. Yeah. That's great. Cool. I mean, so, you know what's funny about this, Kent, is I don't know if this is one of the topics, but sometimes recently, especially, there's, there's people giving the Angular team a lot of flack. You know, for Angular 2, and there's the Durandal guy that just split off, and there's there's React. There's a lot of other options. There always will be. Um, you know, I think I think the Angular team they have deserved the benefit of the doubt at this point. Like I remember four years ago watching Mishko up on stage at JSConf presenting this thing, um, this special template HTML compiler, and it was just like people people were watching and thinking. That's interesting, but this guy's kind of crazy. I don't think anyone would ever, ever use that. <laughs> Fast forward, and it's the most popular framework in the world. Um, and th those guys, they're going, they're doing some radical things with 2.0. I think, you know, I think the community should give them the benefit of the doubt and see what they come up with, because those guys are, they're brilliant. Every single one of them, they're absolutely brilliant. So I think the Angular community is just going to keep growing, getting bigger and bigger. So yeah, there's definitely going to be an ng-comp 3.0. Cool. I'm looking forward to that one already. <laughs> Sweet. Um, so what? Uh, uh, were there any other things about like best parts of, of 1.0 that you're hoping to, to keep or, or any lessons learned, or do you want to just talk about why 2.0 is going to be so cool? I think one of our biggest complaints that I remember were uh, no meat for breakfast. No bacon. There will be, there will be meat and bacon. Yeah. Awesome. 
Can, can you tell me how many pounds? Do you guys know how many pounds of bacon you're, you're going to get? Metric tons. We, we measure in tons this year. <laughs> That's awesome. It's uh, see Dodd's weight times 200. <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, so last year at the end of the conference, we sat down and we wrote a list of all the things that went that went well and things that didn't or could have gone better. And another one was just soda. We didn't have enough, nearly enough soda. Uh, I don't know how we failed on that, but this year, more soda, more bacon. Um, there will definitely be bean bags if the fire marshal approves. Um, it's it's going to be great. The internet, so... Sorry, go ahead, Merrick. Just multiplying the unicorn yeah. concept. Yeah. So yeah, so you guys will be surprised by what Merrick's got in store for us on the unicorn concept for in this year's 2.0 conference. It will be amazing. Yeah. Um, so last year the Wi-Fi, we kind of cut it in half, half for the speakers and for the live stream and half for the attendees. That sh and and the, the attendees half cut off, like it kept dying. That is. Should be fixed. We tried to bully them into paying for a lot more new hardware, and they seem to acquiesce. And they've talked to us about the new stuff they've done. So, internet should be better. But, but yeah, I don't know. Swag is going to be amazing. I mean, uh, the the pre-conference boot camps are you know 10x better. Um, the after parties better. Um, the you know you will still have ski day. There's just a lot of stuff. We're going to have a kids conference going simultaneously. For those who want to bring their kids out, they can buy a conference to our kids, our, our kids track, and your kids will spend two days um, learning some of that stuff. So there's actually a lot of cool stuff that we were building on off of last year that, that people are going to absolutely love. That's cool. So I've got a two-year-old. Is that cool if I bring her? We have child care for younger kids. So we have a child care for little kids, but we have for older kids we have a kids track, and it's actually we're paying a professional um, company that, that teaches kids tech come in and, and do a two-day conference for them. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Really cool. It's for kindergarten through eight, yeah. uh, eighth grade. And we, we, we've got someone who's we're working on getting him as a sponsor to make it super special and like just a really great event for the kids. So it should be totally cool. Sweet. How are sponsorships, by the way? Like, are, are you guys more sponsors, less sponsors? Think, like... Is that? Yeah, what's that? Our sponsors are pretty much amazing. Um, they've been extremely generous, just coming out of everywhere, um, offering to help in ways that we didn't expect them to. We, you know, we didn't have a hard time last year. We, we definitely haven't had a hard time this year. So all we can say about the sponsors is, like, complete generosity, super willing to... to, to, to Take care of the community with with their sponsorship. So, yeah, in fact, uh, so our our uh, premier sponsor is Domo, and not only are they being a sponsor, but they actually helped us come up with a lot of the theme, a lot of the ideas for for NGConf. Like they're they really want to contribute to the event. Nice, and all four of you guys are, are and all still four of you guys Domo. are That's sweet. Yeah. Um, okay. So. Yeah. Um, okay. So. Actually, one other thing I wanted to talk about. One other thing I wanted is uh, NGConf extended. NGConf extended. Um, so I think Aaron, you're the one mostly heading that up, right? Mostly heading that up, right? 
Yeah. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Let's talk about it. <laughs> so NGConf Extended is a play on Google I.O. Extended, and we've allowed people to sign up um, all around the globe to host a live streaming event. And um, the reason we did this is we want to help build a community. And rather than you know just have a bunch of people watching it at their computer by themselves, we want to create an opportunity to, you know, and you're going to constantly get interrupted by work. We wanted to create an opportunity where the community could get together and watch it without having their bosses interrupt them and help build the community, you know, in those local areas as well. Um, and, we, and, and when you do an event like that, you can get sponsors and you can, you know, hopefully get some T-shirts for the extended event and, um, you know, make it a little bit more interesting for those people involved. But initially we wanted to highlight just how, you know, how humongous Angular is, and um, we're gonna we're trying. We're still working on the logistics of how we can include those extended folks in the live event. Actually, like as it's happening, and get their questions, and and maybe you know be able to chat with a couple of them in in different countries. And it's it's kind of amazing when you look at the different countries. I had no idea we'd get this many people sign up. But we're gonna put a map just for information. We're gonna put a map on our website. So that people, you know, wherever you're at, you can find the extended nearest you, and, and go join it. And if there's not one near you, we'll allow you to sign up and get on the map, so you can have you can you, you can create one for your local community. And so, and, and it will be publicized from our site, which will be kind of nice too. So, it should help the discoverability of your events. Oh, that reminds me. Oh, that reminds me. That's another thing that went really well. Another thing that went really well. Streaming. Streaming. We were able to get we were able to get um, somewhere around um, somewhere around forty thousand people, 40, people or more. I can't remember. Or but more, I can't remember. Just Wallace, the company Wallace, the company uh, was really great. Was really great. And they even got. Hey, the sorry, Dave. Um, sorry to interrupt. Sorry. Uh, I think um, Aaron and Kips. Uh, we're going to get we're getting uh, feedback. Yeah. Is that better? Thanks. There we go. Now I'm not hearing myself twice. <laughs> That was rough. I love to hear myself, but twice is so much. Um, I forgot what I was talking about, actually. Oh, yeah, our live stream. So, really well done. It was up on YouTube within minutes or at the most hours of the talk. So it, was, it, it really helped include a lot of people. This year, we're taking that same concept, Aaron mostly, and making it ten times better, where we've got a lot of different communities remotely join us. Aaron, do you want to mention a few of the places that are... Gonna be hanging out with us. Yeah, it's, we got like we've got Poland, we've got Israel, we've got multiple locations in India, we've got some people in Egypt, we've got all over South America and Central America, um, multiple in Brazil. Brazil's got a lot of like uh, density on their events. Um, Korea, Japan, Netherlands, all over Europe. Um, it's it's really pretty awesome, like just to see how excited these people are to help us organize this event, and, that, and that's exactly what they're doing. Because an extended event isn't my event, like it's not Aaron organizing remotely. It's the each each person who organizes an extended, it's their event. I'm just kind of helping, giving give them the logistics of how it's going to work on the day of, and they're the ones organizing it. So that's really my part in it. Is helping them put their events together around NGConf. 
That's really awesome, Aaron. I, I, guys, like, I, I think that's way cool. And the fact that you've gotten so many people to sign up and, and host those events, um, that's really impressive and, and speaks highly of the Angular community in general. Um, so, yeah, bravo. That's cool. And Thanks. another thing to mention is a lot, of, a lot of these ideas and input also come from the Angular team. They are, especially Igor, I mean, the, the guy's just got the heart a heart the size of a house. He just, he, he's the one that came up with the kids thing, and he's just wants, he wants the whole world to feel included, and so, you know, they've, they've really been helpful in making this smart Extended was his idea, too, like, to be completely honest. So, yeah, I agree with that. He's, yeah, he's more Yeah, awesome. Go, Igor. <laughs> Um, sweet. So, is there anything else you guys want to uh, chat about? Um, I did want to talk about the Angular community in general, um, but uh, is, it, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about with uh, ng-comp? Uh, just that yeah, we're really grateful to be able to do it. I finished your sentence, bro. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, uh, uh, about the Angular community, um, like what what makes like how would you describe the Angular community and what makes it unique and special? That's a good question. Um, so I actually I'm going to talk at my I'm doing a keynote in a few weeks at the Netherlands NGConf or NGConf and Angular conference, and uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about it. Um, but it's there's there's a poem that kind of reminds me of this of this uh, of this community. It's called the Bridge Builder, and it's about a guy who had to cross a river and and he, he built a bridge so that the next guy it would be easier. And a lot uh, that's kind of a lot of what I've seen around really the JavaScript community in general. Like when you look at how healthy the community, like the, the framework communities are and the library communities are. It's a lot of um, bridge building for the next guy. It's easier, and and Angular is no, you know, we're no stranger to that either. The Angular community. It's amazing how giving everyone is, and you know, just giving their time and, and putting all their effort into open source projects. And so that's, I mean, the Angular community is amazing. Like, it's what sucked me in. You know, it, it's your one eight hundred number when you have a question, and it's a great one eight hundred number. You know. Another thing, another thing that I, Ross, can you guys go on mute? Thanks. Another thing that I think makes the Angular community special, in my opinion, is they're just kind. And the Angular team themselves, they set they set the example. And I think the most the uh, most of the community has followed is that people are just kind to each other. You don't see a lot of bashing of other people's ideas or other frameworks. Um, and you know that's a pattern I think that jQuery did back in the day. That they were just they made a great API and they were kind. They didn't need they didn't have a feel this need to put others down. And I think that's one of the things that drew a lot of people to that community and Angular's done the same thing. And there's a lot of great other options out there, but I don't think anybody needs to put down someone else's idea or work to promote to promote their own thing. So that's one thing I love about this community. Yeah, that's I was gonna say the same thing is um, in my talks with the Angular team they share the same vision that I do, and that's just pushing the web forward, wanting the web as a platform to win. 
um, because I believe the web can serve humanity like no other one can. Uh, that's what I love about Thank Your Team is I think they're more invested in, in the web as a platform and, and, and seeing the web be successful than they are about a particular framework or library winning. And that's what makes the Angular community special to me. I, I like that a lot. I think that's uh, um, like when you're motivated by something, I guess this kind of sounds like uh, you know, I'm Gandalf or something, but, but when you're motivated by something so pure like that, um, it uh, like it, um, encourages that kind of a community. And I, I totally agree. I, I think that the Angular community is um, is open and friendly and wanting to help um, um, help others be successful. And I don't I don't know why that is necessarily uh, why like because there are tons and tons of Angular developers, but that just seems to be the the feeling in the Angular community. Um, we must have some people who are just really influencing that a lot. Um, and whoever that is, really grateful for that. Um, I'm glad to be a part of this community. It's cool. Amen. Sweet. So, um, I, unless there's anything else you want to talk about, we do have some questions that we can go to from our viewers. Um, is there anything anybody else wanted to bring up about NGConf or uh, the Angular community before we move on? I don't think so. Okay, cool. So, um, yeah, let's uh, I'll open up the moderator thing. I forgot to bring it in presentation mode. Dang it. Um, I'm pretty sure it is sorted mostly. I'll just look at them. So um, how much, t this is uh, from Marcin Wosinek. I'm not sure if I said that name right. That's, I'm sorry. Um, but how much time and work uh, does it take to organize a conference like NGCOP? It's a part-time job. A ton. Are you? Are we talking like maybe we can try and quantify it? Is it like twenty hours a week or like more? Sometimes more, sometimes less. I think for each of us, if you were to average it out, it would be like ten to fifteen hours a week. Wow, it gets busier the closer to the conference because there's a lot more details to handle. But yeah, it's it's pretty much it's way more work than we thought it was when we were sitting on the grass talking about this thing. Year and a half ago, Sony's like almost full time. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that's um, well appreciated. I bet your uh, open source stuff just kind of dies on the wayside while you're organizing this conference. Like the closer it gets, uh, so does uh, most parts of my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's appreciated. No. There, it's it's a big sacrifice. Like round one, like conf the first conference, we got in a deal with Eventbrite where we were in a pinch and we were talking about uh, mortgage and houses and stuff. So it, I mean, it takes it's it's a level of commitment if you're gonna mortgage your house. That's freaking yeah. uh, level of commitment. So um, it, it's 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 intense. It gets intense sometimes. How much we have to give, but it's well, rewarding. So we all give freely, right? Well, we're all very grateful for uh, the work that you do. So, yeah, sure. thanks. Uh, so this is from 
Okay, I'm gonna say your name right. It's Olivier Combe. I really hope that I got it right. Well, if not, <laughs> for now, I, I say it wrong like every single time. But uh, it's a French name, Kent. It's Olivier. Olivier. Oh man. You're welcome, buddy. Thank you, Dave. French. He's gonna slap me when I when I go out there to NGNL. So uh, this guy, I want to give a shout out to him. Uh, he wrote OC Lazy Load, which is similar to the Overmind thing that I did for lazy loading parts of your app. He's an awesome guy, and um, his question, what was his question, Kent? How do you choose the subjects for the conference? Is there a guideline? It's pretty subjective, honestly. We give we give half the slots to Google and half the slots to the community. Um, and the, the odds are not good with that many um, submitted. We had probably double the number of submissions this year, this year as last year. So your, your chances are pretty slim. Um, but some things we look for are crazy, um, cutting edge. Does it look, does the author sound excited about the topic that he submitted? Um, does it look like something that would... Or she. He or she. Thank you. Um, does it does the topic look like something that would appeal to a large group, but also be but also sometimes niche enough to be something that you wouldn't find anywhere else other than ng-comp? So I don't know. There's it's it's really subjective, but we we try to do our best, and I think we've we've done pretty good. Yeah, we try. We all we all get together in Dave's basement and we fight about it pretty much. Yep. <laughs> so there's. A lot of submissions that we, a lot of it was, hey, we have this cool product. We want to come give a talk about it and pitch everyone on it. And we, for the most part, didn't pick those because that's not what NGConf is about, about having companies come and pitch their products. We tried to pick people doing awesome things with Angular or um, teaching us how to do Angular the right way and, you know, purifying the way we do it. So there, there was a little bit of, of that into it, of not letting it just be a big uh, commercial for people and their products. Yeah. But other than that, it's, it was just Merrick punching Joe and Joe punching Dave trying to pick what we were going to end up with at the event. There were so many that we wish we could have accepted. There were so many good ones. It was really, really hard. Yeah. And the other thing that we try and do is is make sure that the people that are speaking have different worldviews, come from different backgrounds, just because we want the most interesting possible conference, and we think there's a lot of value in that diversity. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I so I was one of the, like, I don't know, 32 people who were watching the repo, and, and so I read every submission that came in, and, and Dave, you're totally right. There were a lot of really good submissions, and I was sad to see uh, so many of them just have to get cut because there just weren't, um, there weren't enough slots. Yeah, not enough time. Another theme we kind of stayed away from was Angular plus X. So, like, Angular plus Breeze, for example. Well, that's a very interesting topic. Uh, it might only apply to a very small um, subset of the audience. So we, we didn't accept very many of those talks this time. Last year we had more. We had Angular and Require.js, Angular and um, Browser, Angular and uh, Firebase. This year we're doing far fewer of those. Cool. That makes sense. Um, okay, so this one's from Jeff Welpley. I'm pretty sure I pronounced your name right, Jeff. 
Sorry if I didn't. Uh, and it is, who will replace Merrick and Frosty on the team now that they are clearly React traders? I'm pretty sure this is more of a troll than anything. But, uh, no, no, I'm glad, I'm glad you brought that one up. Um, I think it's funny that Frost got lauded in with me because I don't think... I mean, the first time Frost used React was this weekend when I... Yeah, Saturday, Sunday, only two days I've ever reacted, but... <laughs> bro. But no, so I, I would love to answer that question. It goes back to what I was talking about with the culture around the Angular project, and that's there are good ideas everywhere. And Angular, I think, is aiming to be the polyglot of all of those good ideas to ultimately push the web forward. And that's my own personal goal. I'm not, I don't consider myself an Angular guy. I don't consider myself a React guy. I don't consider myself an Ember guy. But I do think that Ember has beautiful ideas with their router. And I do think React has beautiful ideas with their component composition. And I do think Angular has beautiful ideas with their testability and their dependency injection and custom components. So, so I do jump around from framework to framework and use a lot of frameworks. But uh, I'd never call myself a particular framework guy. I'm a web. I'm a web guy. You know. His license plate even says open web. <laughs> it does. <laughs> My license plate says open web. I'm very passionate about the web succeeding. Wow, yes, that's, yeah. that's inspiring. <laughs> has your license plate. Sorry, Merrick. <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah, got to change now. Actually, I, I want to just shout out to that whole concept. I, I, I think too often we get into this mode of, like, you know, I'm an Angular developer or, like, I'm this type of developer, but I, I really think that we should explore other uh, frameworks, other ideas, or other non-frameworks, um, and, like, learn JavaScript, and then um, take ideas from others and uh, try to apply it into whatever you're doing. Like, I've been doing a lot of React recently, and then I do Angular at work, and I'll tell you, like, the things that I learn doing React on the side really impact the way that I do Angular um, in very good ways. Right. Um, so Right. That's the beauty about the web right now. I just have to go on a little tangent. Is, and Angular 2 is adopting this. A lot of people are like, what in the nuclear with Angular 2? But I am so happy with what they're doing with Angular 2 because the web, now that we're standardizing on a module system, makes the shareability of code um, way more simple and way more practical. So, so my stack here at work uses a lot of things from Angular 2 along with React and some of these other things. But we're able to now take the best of all these different frameworks and polyglot them. And that's what... Merrick, you cut out. At, that's where... Oh, that was good. Dang it. He was on fire. Are you Dang back? it. I'm sorry, guys. Internet. Internet connection. It's all right. So you cut out at... Uh, that's where... So if you want to pick that back up, I don't know. Oh, no. I'm just saying that the web is coming to a place where we can converge all of these amazing ideas into a product. And Angular 2 is facilitating that, and it's amazing. Take that, Jeff Webley. <laughs> <laughs> trolls, trolling trolls. Okay, um, so last question I think that we have time for, and then we'll wrap this up. And this one's another one from Marcin Wilsonek. Um, yeah, I hope I got that. So for people who, actually, you know what, in the future, for all those of you asking questions, at the end of your question, put like a pronunciation. 
that'd be great. Um, but okay, so for people who uh, want to contribute time to the Angular community, what activities like meeting, meetup talks, workshops, modules, or online courses, etc., uh, could offer the biggest impact? I think that's a better question for the Angular team. Do you guys have any suggestions on how, like, best way to get a hold of them? GitHub. Cool. All right, yeah, sounds good. So redirect your questions uh, to the NG team. I'm sure they'll be excited to get questions like, how can we help? Um, yeah, you, Igor is very passionate about community and about making sure the community can help and feel involved and engaged in the project. And so that's why I would, I would defer that question to Igor, because he's got a lot more ideas and pipelines and things like that to facilitate that kind of energy. Cool. Yeah, actually, like, as a, an attendee to last year's NGConf, I can speak, speak to that um, as well, like, that uh, his community talk was awesome. Um, it, it inspired me to build something that, that was, I hope, helpful uh, to the Angular community. So, um, yeah, Igor rocks. I love Igor. Yeah, he does. I give him a big hug. Uh, all right, sweet. So I think that's it. Uh, is there anything else uh, you guys want to talk about before I just wrap up with some closing announcements? Just thank you so much for having us on the show, and thank you to everyone who comes to our conference and supports us, and thanks to the Angular team. We're just very grateful. Great. Okay, so again, just a reminder to viewers, our next show is not in two weeks, and it's in two and a half-ish weeks on February 13th, live at NGNL. Um, and you can catch us on Twitter and Google+, um, or our website to get more information about that. So uh, with... KCB, I had one more thing, bro, one more thing. Yeah, yeah, you're, go ahead. We already said it, but we can't say it enough. Joe's not here. But Joe is, like, everyone needs to know, you just got to meet us for a little bit. You need to meet Joe. At the conference, go talk to Joe, because Joe is the guy who was, like, lifeblood, linchpin. He was, he's, he's so important to the NGCon process that we can't even stress it enough. Like, even if you think, oh, they're just being humble, and that's false humility. It's not. Joe is epic. Everyone needs to go, like, meet Joe, thank Joe, um, and, and just get to know him because he's just an all-around great guy, and he yeah. really is kind of what makes Ingecon kick, and, and he's the big part of why it's going to be better this year. Yeah, he's Joe Eames on Twitter if you want to reach out to him. Awesome. Yeah, Joe. Joe's kind of like uh, takes on that fa father figure role for me yeah, he as does. a developer. Like, yeah, he wanted us all to wear polos at the conference. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa. <laughs> yeah. So awesome. easy. <laughs> I like Joe a lot. Yeah, he's he's awesome. Cool. I, I totally wish that he, he could have got on, but we had technical difficulties, I guess. Maybe we'll um, have every NG comp ticket includes one free Joe hug at the conference. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it doesn't, I'm taking mine. <laughs> nice. Cool. Well, uh, if that's it, we'll we'll wrap it up. Thank you so much. Okay. We totally appreciate you all coming. Thanks, Kent. Thank you guys. Thanks, Kent. See ya. Bye. -bye. Bye, -bye.